Jack Reacher is a ghost served in the military police. A brilliant investigator. Troublemaker, too. Then, two years ago, he disappears. You don't find this guy unless he wants to be found. Excuse me, sir. There's a Jack Reacher here to see you. Can I help you? James Barr. You say he shot five people. I don't believe he did. What exactly are you saying? He was framed. What does an army cop do, mostly? What you do? It's one minor difference. Every suspect was a trained killer. What do we hope to find? The truth. The soldier is asking questions no one else would ask. Get the lawyer. Helen? No. Helen, are you hurt? Do I have to tell you how this works? Do you think I'm a hero? I am not a hero. Lawyer's all yours. On second thought, I'd like to kill you. They want me to run. Then I'm gonna finish this. You're a little rusty, Mr. Reacher. I have nothing to lose. If you're smart, that scares you. He doesn't care about the law. He doesn't care about proof. He only cares about what's right. Out of the car! Welcome back to the film realcast where we're going to talk about an imaginary character who has a film coming out. Tom Cruise, Jack Reacher. This is the 2012 um, film about Jack Reacher based on a bunch of books. Stu, Jack Reacher. Hello, mate. How you doing? You all right? I'm, very, I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. You sound a bit tired. Why is that? Um, I've been up for about 20 minutes. Bless your heart. Bless your right. heart. I know what it's like when you're sleep deprived. Oh yes, after 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 I failed you yesterday, I completely. You <laughs> I, failed you I did. I did. I completely missed my alarm, and I nearly was nearly late late for work as well. To, to add Fantastic, to it excellent stuff. And yeah, then, it's a Jack Reacher. Yeah, doing that. We are doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm currently reading some Jack Reacher books. So I'm reading one of his books. Obviously, not reading multiple of his books at the same time. But um, yeah, I'm reading Swift tripwire at the moment which is a really good book so uh okay then so so how good did tom cruise now jack reacher then i've not read the books do you think um i thought he did it pretty well to be honest um i think partly some of that was down to the script and some of it was down to um tom cruise's acting i mean jack reacher's character when it came out obviously it was slated and very much like um, for instance, like the Ghostbusters now, that uh, people are quite happy to slate any kind of fault with it or anything like that, especially when it's like a quite a nostalgic film. 
mean, Jack Reacher is six foot five. He's I think he's about thirty seven. He's been in the military for I think it's thirteen years. He was a military police, um, and he's he's very calculated guy. He's very cool. He's very knowledgeable. Um, he doesn't panic. Everything's thought about, um, and it's very similar to the film. Uh, like the way Tom Cruise portrayed it, for instance, um, in the film where he memorised the uh, sniper rifle serial number. Oh yeah, that's the kind of thing in the books that um, Jack Reacher does. He's got those kind of little quirks, um, and, and he's he's just a very cool character. And he's won the um, and it was quite accurate in the film as well because he's won the Wimbledon um, sniper rifle uh, medal, which is odd being a, a military policeman wi- winning that. Um, and in the film, he was very good um, with the sniper rifle as well, which is, um, I think, it's one of the books, Killing Floor, where he, he makes a shot, which is like 1,200 yards away. Um, and it's unheard of that a military police officer will make a shot like that, especially with a sniper rifle. So the, I thought the film was portrayed it very well um, in line with the Lee Charles book. I thought it was very good, but reading the reviews, some of them said it was good, some of them absolutely slated it, main thing being about the height of Tom Cruise, being, I think he's five foot nine, yeah. or something like that, five foot eight. He is, he, I mean, he is quite short. Jack Reacher is meant to be quite tall. Um, but I think if you're slated, if the only thing you can really come up with about slating it is going to be the height of Tom Cruise, then I don't think Tom Cruise did a bad job. No, I thought it, it was good. I didn't have any problems with it whatsoever. I, I thought it was... He done it very, very well. So, um, I mean, they could have got someone extremely tall to play it, and uh, they would have found some other fault, I'm sure, with it. But, I mean, it it done very well. Um, and obviously, they've made a, a second one, which is out this year. So, yeah, I mean, I heard you, I heard um, off the cuff that Tom Tom wanted it to be some kind of like a franchise, almost like the Mission Impossible. Yeah, and to a few of them. Yeah, I mean, this I can't remember how many books out there. There's so many books out there. And they're all very, very good. So it, I suppose it could be something similar to um, James Bond, where they're just going through the books. And um, he can make numerous films out of it. I mean, he's got it, isn't he? I mean, his name will draw the, a certain degree of the crowd alone, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'd go and watch the uh, the film. I will go and see it, so... Okay. I mean, um, I mean, I mean the storyline for this one, um, I'm sure... It, most of you have already seen it if you're listening to this. It's a, in an innocent heartland city, five are shot dead by an expert sniper. The police quickly identify and arrest the culprit and build a slam dunk case. But instead of confessing, the accused man writes the words, get Jack Reacher. Reacher himself sees the news report, turns up in the city. The defence is, is immensely relieved, but Reacher has come to bury the guy. Shocked at the accused's requests, Reacher sets out to confirm himself the absolute certainty of the man's guilt but comes up with more than he bargained for. There you go. Yeah. What do you think of the cast in this? I mean, there was a lot of known names, wasn't there? There was a lot of them. There were, I, I thought they were all I thought they were all very good. I mean, I don't have a problem with anyone. I thought everyone did quite a good job. Yeah. I mean, um, going through the, uh, the cast of the, the main players in there, so you've got Roseman Pike who plays Helen. Um, you've got Richard Jenkins who plays Rodin. Um, David, I, I'm always going to get his name wrong. Or your own. He plays Emerson. Um, 
Werner Herzog, who plays the Zek, who's um, the prisoner or the, the human prisoner. Mm. Uh, Jai Courtney, who plays Charlie. Um, and uh, you've got Joseph Socorro, who plays um, Barr, who's the one who's framed for the, uh, for the murder. So, I mean, if you haven't seen this film, go oh, and watch the don't film. Don't forget Robert Duvall as well. Yes, Robert Duvall as well, yeah. He's a very good character. I like his character in this. But if you haven't seen it, I mean, it has got a, uh, a twist in it to a certain degree. So uh, we are about to ruin that throughout this podcast. So uh, watch the film and then listen to the podcast. But, um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was... The, the character in it was very good. I mean, I liked um, the character who played Helen, um, who was a solicitor. Um, I think she... Wasn't she in James Bond as well? She was in one of the James Bond films, I think, wasn't she? Yes. Yes. I can't remember. It, it would have been... an update, was it? It would, it would have been the one... Yeah, it's definitely the one with Pierce Brosnan in. One of yeah. Them. I think it might have been Die Another Day, yeah. Wasn't I mean, she fe- playing... Wasn't she a fencer? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's very attractive. She's very easy on the eye. So, um, But yeah, I mean, the start of it is very, very good. Um, you see a, a, an unknown male at the time um, and it kind of shoots between two scenes where he's driving up to the uh, multi-story car park and then it flicks between him in a workshop uh, making bullets at home um, and they're not just normal bullets they're, they're large sniper rifle bullets Yeah. Um, and then he goes to uh, I don't know the eighth or ninth floor of this multi-story car park overlooking the river and uh, a business complex, and he seems to, what it appears, randomly picks out um, different members of the public, um, very much like a Grand Theft Auto. I was, you, I was just about to say that. Yeah, which I've done the <laughs> same in Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> so, uh, did you and, get caught uh, by Jack Reacher though? Uh, thankfully not. Or no, no. shot pieces by a police helicopter, but um. Yeah, and he just picks off members of the public. Um, you've got the guy sitting on the bench, and you've got the there's like a young nanny um, with a child. You've got this businesswoman. Um, you've got this Puerto Rican woman who's running away. I mean, he, I think he kills five people, doesn't he? He does. He does. And, and at the time, you just think it's just a random killing, don't you? Yeah, yeah. It's quite sick, isn't it? Really. Yeah. So, but he's a very good shot, and then. Um, and one of the key factors is that when he parks his van up, he actually pays for it. Um, he puts um, some money in the meter um, and pays for it, which is a strange thing to do. And then they frame a guy um, called James Barr. And he's used to be a military soldier. He's got a lot of history. Um, he was a sniper in the army, um, but he didn't make any um, official kind of confirmed kills. And he's a bit a bit of a loner, a bit unhinged, and he's the one who gets arrested for it. And as you said earlier, he's the one who just writes on a notepad, get Jack Reacher, which is quite a cool thing to do. Yes. So, and then, um, you get introduced to Tom Cruise's character, who's, uh, I mean, when you see Tom Cruise, I mean, his character, to a certain degree, um, it it could be um, Mission Impossible, it it could be anyone. He, He very much... Kind of plays it the same, doesn't he? Um, I, I would agree with you to a point. The first time you see him, yes. But I think by the time the first third of the film's finished, uh, he's very, very different. I think the only difference really throughout this that I found 
but he didn't do his cheesy smile. <laughs> no, and, but uh, um, and he's not as sarky or cocky. Uh, his Jack Reach character isn't as sarcastic or cocky as his Mission Impossible character either. No, and that's what in the books Jack Reach isn't cocky. Um, he very, very rarely smiles. He's a very serious character. Um, and again, he's very hard to uh, to trace. I mean, in the books that he gets his uh, his military pension wired to an account, and then he makes withdrawals. He never uses his name when he travels, um, so there's no kind of uh, footprints of where he's been. No. So, yeah, it's uh, I it, it kept it really similar to the books, which was which was a great thing to do. So because it was exactly the same, um, they didn't know where he'd come from. And because of his background, they uh, they just didn't know anything about him until they brought his record up, where he's got the uh, a purple heart, the silver cross, and he's a highly decorated soldier. Um, but that isn't played out in the same format as Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando or something like that, which I was really relieved about. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I was glad. I mean, this is kept as. Uh... Uh, well, by the sounds of it, it's kept very close to the book. I remember when my parents watched it, and they said it was very, you, you know, it, it was quite good and and faithful to the book. Um, but it would have been so easy, for example, to not be. I mean, I mean, for example, that it would have been so easy. Uh, one big example could have been for um, Helen, uh, you know, the pretty girl, to be a, suddenly a love interest, which would have completely ruined it. For example, you know, and I'm yeah. and I'm quite glad they 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 stuck by the sounds of it as close. To, to, to the book as as well really they could I think yeah because I, th- I think the book's called um, One Shot I think um, and in many of his books he does it, it, there'll be a, a female character in there but th- there's there's never like an official love interest I mean the last book Killing Floor um, he really liked this um, female sheriff and he kind of went to settle down with her but ah um, and he really did like her, but then he was like, he'll lose his freedom and he wanted to travel. So he kind of just broke up with her and just went off. So it's good that it was like that. And it, as you say, it was nice that there wasn't that typical weakness, the trope of she's the female love interest. So she's going to get captured and that's going to be his weakness. In in a lot of the ones, he hasn't really got any kind of weaknesses. He's got so much military experience that, Everything's fought through. Yeah, I, I mean, essentially, he himself, as you're saying, he's got nothing to lose as a character, really. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, the, the knowledge he's got as well, I think that was shown throughout the film, especially with the, uh, down the shooting range, when he was talking to uh, Robert Duval. I mean, in the books, it's when he's got, um, like, a certain weapon, or if he's talking about weapons or different things like that, they, the guy goes into, um, like Lee Charles goes into the, detail about what the bullet can do and how it's made and how fast it will go and when he's talking about the sniper rifle he's talking about the projectory the chemistry of it and the physics of it and things like that and everything's broken down and and this book or in this film they they did that a bit but they obviously you can't go into too much detail about it it'll it'll bore a lot of people but it, it did stick true to um to the book so uh but yeah i i I liked it. So, but and the characters are good. The main character, one of them being, is um, the black police detective. Oh, yeah. Who arrests Barr 
um, and is is very confident that Bar's the right person. And the very I like the meeting that he has um, with Jack Reacher when Jack Reacher's taken on by Helen um, to be uh, like an investigator. Yeah. Um, and you you don't really uh, I think it's very clever because you, you don't realise whose side Jack Reacher's on because he's sure that Bar's done it because um, he knows Bar's history and it turns out um, that Bar when he was. Uh, he was a soldier in um, like Afghanistan and he was saying to Helen, and I think it's described really well that can you imagine being in Afghanistan, um, holding your rifle every day, looking down the scope of these different people and not never ever given the order to shoot, which you're trained to do, which you live and breathe to do. And then your, um, your papers are in, you're drafted out of the army, having never, ever made a shot. Um, and I, I thought that was described really well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um, and, it, and it really painted a picture of he possibly did do it. And there was a, a kill squad or a, like a rape squad that basically goes out. And it's uh, the American kind of private security. These guys go out to, to different villages and they rape and murder loads of women. And those were, he took, I think, four of those people out. And actually showed him doing it down this dark alleyway, yeah. um, and he used a silencer f- from a, a bed blanket. And Jack Reacher d- describes of the angle of which you'd shoot them from, where the sun was um, like behind him, and it silhouetted the people out. It was an easy shot, and uh, he killed four of those people. And because they were from a rape squad, it was all covered up, um, and it never went on his record, did it? No, and, and I mean Jack Reacher was always like that's the one that got away kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, but, but what what and what makes it interesting is Jack, by the sounds of it, because he was the one that got away, he wants it to be him, but also because he he's got these ideals about 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 obviously for example truth etc. He has to be certain that it was him, and the minute there's any doubt that creeps in, that's obviously you know where where the film really begins. Yeah, and, and, it, and that's so true to the book as well. Nothing's um, as clean cut. It always has to be, there always possibly could be another side to it. Um, and yeah, and as you say, first of all, it looks like, yeah, Jack Reacher, I've got a second um, bite of the cherry to go and get this guy, um, and I want to get him. And it's very clever the way he says to Helen, well, I want you to do one thing for me then, is go and speak to the victim's families. Um to get it from their points of view of what they're going through. And again, when he spoke to the families and they were saying, so you're defending Barr, um, she said, yeah, how can you defend this person who's a murderer, who's done this? And and it talks about each character, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, and I really, really like that. I think that's a really clever twist on things because for the watching audience, again, it, it really paints even more of a black picture for Barr where the Puerto Rican lady was had a surprise for her son. She was going to take him to a baseball game, and the other, the nanny was in the country. She should have left, but the the daughter, the, the girl she looks after, loves her so much. She just wanted her to stay around for a birthday party. Um, and again, the 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 woman. It's painted out that first of all that she's uh, buying a, a watch for his for her husband's anniversary, but not on the credit card by cash. On the credit, yeah, exactly, yeah, um, yeah, by cash, and um, 
and it's very, very clever the way you kind of think, well, all these people have been affected and it really sways the audience. It's as if you're at court listening to the evidence and you're looking at bar thinking you're an asshole. I hope yeah. you get what's coming to you. And, and what I thought was clever is, is, is they made it part of the plot as her, as you said, going to speak to them because the background of it ultimately ended up being very, very important for, for, for one of those people in particular. I mean, you know, and, and it was one of the main plot points, but the, uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Stu. the way, um, the, the writers ended up doing it. It would have been so easy just to have flashbacks about them randomly without too much of a reason for it and then for them to come in later. But but they did it almost naturally by having Helen visit those people. And Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so. the, one of the main issues is is why, why these people were shot. Was it at random? Were they targeted? Or was one of them individually targeted? And that's the problem that they've got that they don't actually know because if one of them was targeted, there's got to be the story behind that. Or was it just simply the fact that Barr is just a nutcase and he just wanted to get it out of his system and randomly shoot people? And the difference in those things is the main kind of plot behind the actual story of if some, one of those individuals has been targeted, why? They need to look at that. And that's when, and even Jack Reacher changes his mind um, once he looks at the evidence, like the sniper rifle um, and the positioning, which I thought was very good. And again, this goes back to the book where he, Jack Reacher visits different parts of the uh, the murder scene from different angles um, through the mind of a sniper, mm. being the only mind that he can do it himself. And that's one of the things, I think it possibly could be the main thing, I don't know how you feel, that changes his mind that the son was to decide um, he's got a van, he could have shot from the van, um, and he wouldn't have left any trace that he was there at all. Um, and why did he pay? And that's the biggest thing. Why did he pay for the, the meter when he parked in the car park if he was going to go and kill loads of people? And And that changes his mind, doesn't it, I think? Yeah, because he even says there's too much evidence. It's too perfect, doesn't he? And as an example, why? Yeah, and and the why would you pay? Are, are simply because the coin's going to have his fingerprints on. Yeah, and that's the first. I think that it's not really shown, but in hindsight, when you watch it, when he speaks to the detective, when he looks at the sniper rifle, um, and he says, "Where's the sniper rifle? Where's the serial numbers?" And he says, "Do you want a pen and paper?" He says, "No, I'll just remember it." Um, and he says, you've got some really good evidence there, haven't you? And he says, just too good. He says, the coin, he goes, that's just too perfect. He, he said, it all fits nicely. And he says, well, it is what it is. And sometimes you're very lucky. And he goes, well, sometimes you're too lucky. Yes. Um, and that's when he turns around and says, I don't think Barr did it. Um, and then the film starts kind of going. I mean, and the... Uh, the classic bit, I, I really, really like it. And again, this is played out in, in a lot of the books, is when he's in the bar, um, <laughs> this girl sits next to him and says, I'm Sandy. And he says, I was a week ago when I was on the beach. Yeah, that was sick. <laughs> yeah, and he, he basically calls her a slut yeah. um, or a hooker. Um, and then her brother comes over and says, right, let's take it outside. And he says to him, you wanted to do this, remember? This was your idea. You didn't. Uh, you could have backed away, but you wanted to do this. Yeah. And then he predicts that I'll hit him. Two, a few of you will come because you're brave, and the, yeah. one of you will think. <laughs> and the, yeah, he basically predicts exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, he says two of you will come. Three of you will just 
or three of you will come, two of you will think about it. He says, but having seen what's happened to the first three, you'll just back away. And uh, he's got the guy by the arm. And he was, and he turns around and goes, seriously, you still want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's great. And it's uh, and it, it's just done so well. And I, I really like that. I think Tom Cruise pulls that off absolutely perfectly. And then he gets arrested and the police are there. And again, that's another thing that's pointed out by Jack Reacher, that he's just been in a bar fight and the police arrive. They're there within seconds, which isn't a normal thing to do. Once again, it's all a bit too perfect. Yeah, exactly. And um, for Reacher's experience, being a military police officer, he believes that he's been set up by someone and someone's after him, but he doesn't know why. Um, and even Helen's a bit, mm, I'm not too sure. Maybe you're being a bit paranoid. But um, but yeah, he's he, he's got it spot on. And the hotel scene is very good as well when he's got his top off. Um, and they're talking and uh, she leans right over to him or he leans over her with his top off and she's a bit oh my god and she's obviously quite attracted to him yeah uh, yes because, i did yeah, yeah I, I, I did wonder the first time i saw it i was like oh no don't don't kiss him yeah she goes surely you don't expect me to and he gives her the car keys and goes you should go yeah that was brilliant <laughs> what a moment yeah so he works out or he asks her but to go to the um find any gun ranges within a certain distance i think it shoot over 700 yards i think isn't it um, and that's when you, he meets uh, Robert Duval. It is Robert Duval, isn't it? It is Robert Duval. Yes, yeah. yes. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I think the first one they ever did a film together was um, Days of Thunder, wasn't it? Oh, that's true. Yeah, when it was Cold Trickle. Yes, that's who he went for his names of having stupid names, wasn't it? <laughs> Actually, yes. that's uh, died down a bit. But um, yeah, and he's taken the the targets down, isn't he? that um, Barr had shot. He's got all the targets on the wall of yes. some of the best shots that they've had there. And his have been taken down. Um, and Reacher goes on the... He goes on the sniper... On the range, doesn't he? Well, basically, With, he says, you shoot three... You, you know, you basically... You know, you prove to me you're a good shot, then I'll let you know the info. It was, it was the deal between the two. That's right, yeah. And uh, he says, can I have a practice? And he gives him one bullet, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, and through that, he says that the part is, which was a bit strange. I mean, I watched the film a couple of times. Um, that Barr went down there uh, with a friend, which is who is spotted on CCTV, um, and it's Courtney. Uh, um, and he was the one who shot the targets, but Barr claimed. Glory yeah. for it, and I thought that, I thought that was a brilliant twist because at some point even Jack Reacher said Bars and wasn't as good as he thought he was, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Even though he was shooting all the time um, down the range, yeah. yeah, that he wasn't as good as he thought he was, and obviously the other guy is a very competent sniper. Um, but Bar was he was shooting Bar's targets, and because they were signed by Duval, and Duval was like, "Well, he can't." He goes, "I sign every target." Um, and yeah, and I thought that was a really good twist that it made out Barr to be a very, very competent sniper who's capable of doing that. Um, and you soon realise that he's not. And, and then you, so you're seeing this side of the things and then you see um, like the baddies, don't you? The bad guys and how bad they actually can be. Um, especially the Zek, where one of his henchmen, who's um, made a bit of a mistake, um 
he meets him, he doesn't want to look at him because he's got that feeling that if I look at you, you'll know who I am and then I'm going to die. But what he doesn't realise, he's going to die anyway. Well, well, he had a choice, didn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's an evil henchman. It's quite a disturbing scene as well, isn't it? I thought. It is very sick, um, what he's made to do. And uh, you get a very tiny kind of character arc of the Zek, of, of what he's like. He's a very strange-looking guy, um, a bit of a ghost. And, yeah, he says that he used to work in the sulfur mines in Siberia, and the only way he was, which was killing him, the only way he got out of it was he, he lost some fingers, and then he ate fingers off his other hand, so he couldn't shovel in the sulfur mines. Um, and, and you'd do anything to survive. He says, so would you do anything? Yeah, I'll do anything. Right, so eat the fingers off your right hand then. And the guy tries to give it his best shot, doesn't he? But no one's ever going to do that who's uh, who's nearly sane. So, um, yeah, so he can't eat the fingers off his right hand. Could you eat the fingers off your right hand? Only if I was really hungry. No, I don't You're think vegetarian, I could. You're no. yeah, I am, I am. I don't think I, don't, I don't think I could. I don't think I could. I, uh, I think to the point, though, it would be so strange, I'd probably faint from doing it like a pussy rather than actually go ahead with it, even what if I was bad enough to do it. If you had corn fingers on one hand, could you do it? No, I don't think I could. You couldn't? No. I, I like my Xbox think. playing too much. Yeah, exactly. So And masturbating as well. <laughs> that too, of course. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, obviously, funnily enough, he doesn't do it, and he dies. Um, but but, but, but I, I, what I like about it is it tells you enough about Zek to realise he's a really mean, mean, bad guy. Um, but he still remains quite a mystery, which makes him quite scary almost still. Yes, it does, yeah. You, you kind of don't know yet what his intentions are. No. Um, and then they find out that one of the women um, used to own a, or, or owns a construction company with her husband. Her husband passed away, and uh, it's now in her name, and it's O-Line Constructions. And she was... She's been put under pressure um, to sell the company uh, to this corporation who turned out to be the bad corporation run by the Zek. Um, and she was on the way um, to her solicitors that day to sign the paperwork uh, to keep the company in her name and to not sign it over. Uh, and that's the, the key factor in it when... Jack Reacher looks at the evidence and he can see that there's O-Line uh, Constructions paperwork um, which was photographed by the um, the CIS people and then she works for those uh, guys and then the history comes out of this is the only person who could actually have had anything to lose. The guy sitting on the bench um, who got shot, he was having an affair with another... No, he was having an affair with a lady. Um, she didn't buy the uh, the watch for her husband it was for a lover um and the other two are just pretty much normal people really aren't they yeah yeah um def- definitely I, I mean i did did you suspect something weird about buying the watch or did you believe that story about buying the watch not on the credit card but for cash i did think okay a bit weird uh i must admit i didn't really think that much into it to be honest i mean uh oh uh, you see i did did you well only because when you buy stuff on a credit card, unless you're buying it way in advance, it's not necessarily going to come up and uh, for about potentially a month, you know? Yeah. And that's the only reason why I thought that was a bit strange. 
Yeah, I thought it was good that he died, um, but he really wasn't the main part of that kind of side story. It was no. her waiting yeah. to see him. Absolutely. And again, yeah, so uh, I, I thought that was very good. But um, yeah, so from the, from the from the, the baddies' point of view, um, that you find out that their main incentive is that they're buying up constructions and they they're laundering money and they're doing needless construction work from city to city, uh, making millions, and that's why they want the O line construction. Uh, to carry out some major projects, obviously embezzle more money, launder more money, and that's their incentive. Which, which in a way, is, is I found it quite refreshing that it wasn't um, like global domination or to blow up a whole city and things like that. It was very much a kind of a, a very normal storyline, wasn't it? It was a very believable storyline. And that's what I think made it so good because because you could relate. One, well, I don't not say I don't want to say relate to it, but it was, you know, you know believable that, that that could happen. Yeah, and uh, and and there there are people that sick out there in the world in 2016, where you know uh, even with the the plot point, yeah, you're right, it could. And, and, yeah, and, and it, it makes like it the Matthews did in uh, the 60s and 70s with construction companies and. They built a lot of buildings. They owned the the cement factories as well, and the the rubbish factories and things like that, and the the garbage trucks. They owned a lot of that, and they were laundering money and um, putting pressure on the unions and different things. Um, so really, it, it was a very believable, very normal storyline that didn't involve holding any cities to ransom and killing millions of people. And Jack Reacher wasn't trying to race to disarm a bomb or Tom Cruise wasn't um, going back to many of the Mission Impossible films um, with Crimea and all stuff like that. So, no, But I think that's what makes Jack Reacher so good because he's, he's quite anonymous, I'd imagine, in the, in the books and kind of like a bit like um, Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> yeah. No, but, yeah. but they, they solved the, like big problems, big problems for, for little people almost. Yeah, he's a character that doesn't really do a lot unless he's pushed and put in a corner um, by bad people and he will fight to do the right thing, uh, which was very true to this this story. He realised that Baal wasn't guilty, so he went after the evidence to do the right thing. Um, and right. he said he, he's not got the restrictions of the law to think about, um, to go to his, get that end goal of doing the right thing. Um and like so, where Sandy sadly cops it by um, Courtney, um, and she, she dies. So Jack Reacher knows that someone's on his tail, going through his footprints of where he's been and everyone that he's kind of investigating or interviewing since be dying. So she goes to um, is it um, Jeb's house? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. Which is, a, a, it is quite a comedic scene. But he goes to Jeb's house. Um, Jeb's mum appears to be he's selling crack and crystal meth, and she appears to be off her nuts, but she's not, and gives the bad guys a heads up. Um, whilst he's in the bathroom, he gets smacked on the back of the yeah, head. With I a, thought uh, this was the, and this is going to be my bad point of the film. You thought it was, or or this, it was? The, yeah, not the fact that he gets mad. This action sequence is. 
when they, then they end up hitting each other about several times, and that's not to, you know to, that's not Jack Reacher's character. That's the other two. They're so stupid. yeah, the other two henchmen. Yeah, they're in a. But to a certain degree, um, yeah, it is a confined it's quite space. true that they're in an enclosed space in a tiny bathroom with long. One's got a baseball bat, and the other one's got a um, a crowbar, isn't he? Yeah, but I, I still thought okay, the, you know, it, it happened more than once, and that's the problem. I think I had it was like a bit silly. A bit too tongue in cheek for what was at this at the time at the time and, and continuing after this a very quite a serious film. I thought it was quite refreshing. I, yeah? I, I really didn't have any problems with it. Uh, I thought okay. it was, I, did. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like it. It really annoyed I me. Highlighted the differences between Jack Reacher, who's very trained and would adapt the weapon to. Oh, his okay. that's the way you saw it. Okay, yeah, I, was, I was completely the opposite. I see. I, I thought, what the. I thought I wanted the Benny Hill music to go off or something, you know. Um, <laughs> possibly, enough, yeah. I, I I agree with you to a certain extent. Possibly, it was one um, stooge accident too many, um, and they could have had those pop noises like in the uh, Three Stooges, where they keep banging each other on the head <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> but but yeah, um, yeah. But I thought it was. It was relief during the film at the right time, um, which is a quite a serious film. But it's it's a very good fight that they have, um, and it, it demonstrates Jack Reacher's training again. Um, yeah, I think I think what you training. what you said earlier about it demonstrates the difference between Jack Reacher's training and the other two who are just basically you know bullies essentially, you know hired hired like like amateur guns almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that I, I didn't really think about it from that point of view. But if that's what the movie was trying to do, I could kind of forgive it to a certain extent. Now you yeah. pointed that out to me. I know what you mean. It, it, it was a bit of a bolt out of the blue of comedy for the sake of it. Um, but I, I didn't really, I, I didn't mind it. But um, yeah, so Jack Reacher, it kind of puts a final nail in the coffin that people are after him um, and they've been paid. And the more people that are after him, the more it proves that he's right and the closer he's getting to the uh, the possible truth. And another thing that this film isn't a very long film either, is it? Actually, it is. It doesn't seem long, but it's two hours and ten minutes, believe it or not. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah, I know, it does not seem that long because there's. I think it keeps it. There is a twist to it, but I think the plot is so simple, which is why I think it works quite well. There's not an amazing amount... You know, and it, and it, and it does it so well and succinctly that it, yeah. it flows really, really well. You're God, never, you never, you never feel bored either, which is why I think you think. I thought, oh, that's only about an hour and a half. No, so yeah, that's what I thought. I mean, I, I didn't look at my watch once when I, I watched it. Even um, I watched it three times just to make sure that I knew what was going on for the podcast. And even on the third viewing, I, I didn't look at my watch to realize how long it was. Um, did, I, did, 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 did the other half watch it at any point? Yeah, yeah. What do they think? Yeah, the first one, yeah, the missus thought it was absolutely great. She liked Tom Cruise. She'd never read any, any of the um, Lee Charles books, but yeah, she really enjoyed the film as well. So uh, ah, yeah. it was a thumbs up. Well, one thing I did enjoy, uh, I think, which is the reason why Tom Cruise ended up at the uh, Crystal Meth House, let's say, um, was uh, him. He, he goes to Sandy's work, doesn't he? Yeah, which is yeah, quite, which is quite funny. Yeah, which is a part of the auto shop. She says, "I work at the auto shop." Yeah, and he says to Helen, "If you're going to go to the auto shop, which one? Which name? No, if you had to go to the auto shop." And again, that's his thinking, and I really like that. that that's very smart. It is. Uh, it is. It is. 
And as I said earlier, poor Sandy um, gets killed and her body gets dumped at the hotel um, by some kind of wheelie bins um, framing Jack Reacher for the murder. And he turns up um, at the hotel, like in many films, when the uh, the dead body's been wheeled out um, in front of them. And he realises that she's dead. He's been framed for it. And uh, the black policeman, the detective after him... Um, Jack Reacher, and there's a bit of a standoff there, isn't there? I quite like that. I like that, that where they both meet eyes and, and both of them just trying to think about what to do. Yeah, he clinches his fist. Jack Reacher slowly puts his car in gear. Yes. And, uh, and then he accelerates off. And then there's a. Uh, it's quite a good car chase, really, isn't it? What do you think of it? I, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the car chase. I, I mean, the fact is, Jack Reacher's not the best driver in the world, clearly. But I mean, but then, but then again, I think that. That car chase was about as realistic as you were going to get in this film. I mean, you know, because most car chases are really unrealistic and stupid. And there was no stupid stunts or anything like that here. That's how, yeah. that's how I felt. It was kept, like pretty much most of the film, very, very, very grounded. And I, like, I did like the way he got away, though. He carried the car rolling and blended into the crowd. And then the oh, bloke gave, very him his, funny. gave him his hat. Yeah, very, very good. Yeah, Once he got him out of sight, he bailed out the car, which rolled along... And he stood with a load of bystanders at a bus stop, um, and some black guy next to him just gave him his cap, yeah, and uh, like they that. just nodded <laughs> as if I know what you were doing. And um, yeah, they searched the car, and he got on a bus right next to Emerson, who was standing there. That was funny. Uh, pulled away. The Emerson character. Did you suspect? I mean, was this the first time you watched Jack Reacher? No, this is about the third or fourth in the end. I All right. It. So, w- w- looking back to when you first watched it, did you suspect Emerson at any point of being uh, the dodgy copper? Yes. You did. How how kind of far Simply, into it? Do you um, when Jack Reacher said there was too much evidence, you know that conversation they had. It was too yeah. perfect. I suspected it, but I suspected uh, Richard Jenkinson's Rodin. Rodin. That I suspected that character more. Yeah. And I was, I, I was surprised. I well. Yeah, I was surprised when that wasn't the case in the end. Because he's the one that kept saying, "Drop the case, drop the case." And I think, I think the film was trying to sway the audience and thinking, without making it too obvious, it was him, like pointing you in that direction, um, which which I thought was quite good. And and it was nice that it wasn't in the end. Because Rodin does turn up at some when he's at the people's houses when yeah. Helen's there, he turns up and you think, "What is he following her? Is he worried that she's going to find out the truth?" And it's and it's played out. A very straight line of you don't know which one. And, and normally these films, it's going to be the copper, but then it's going to turn out to be the or it would be the dad. And he's really betrayed her, um, especially if he's such a white than white good character, that it's going to be a real downfall, mm. uh, which again could put her in the path of being a love interest to Jack Reacher because she's lost her dad, who's turned out to be one of the chief henchmen. Yes. Um, but yeah, I was really pleased. Uh, the, the, it didn't go in this direction um, and yeah it, it was nice to see that it was quite refreshing and again it it stayed true to the book um, and it didn't break free of any boundaries thinking that I think this will be better than what actually he's wrote in a bestseller I'll go down my direction yeah. which is nice and, 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 and I hope the uh, the sequel does that too um, and, I've not seen any trailers no. or much about the sequel so I've seen one trailer it looks quite good Right, I'll have to have a look to find out what book they're The trailer done. basically shows a similar, very similar scene to, you know, the fight that Jack Reacher had, you know, yeah. uh, and predicts exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that happens in the trailer, pretty much. All right. Which I think okay. is quite good. Yeah, interesting. Um, 
was I was wasn't saying I've lost complete path, unlike Jack Reacher, who knows what path to go down. <laughs> well, 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 we're pretty much getting near the end of the film now. I mean, I mean, he's with Robert Duvall. We go for this final showdown in the dark at this big quarry or works place, essentially. Yeah, that's um, right, because Emma finally comes out of being the baddie when he tases yeah. Helen. Yeah. Um, and she's even nervous. Cause and, and you know he's a bad. The minute he gets in the lift, I think uh, that whether it's the shots, uh, the the, uh, the direction, the, the the direction it takes, and the acting of both characters, you know at that point without doubt that he's one of the bad naughty people. Yeah, because they still tease you along the way where Jack Reach is wanted. He rings Helen up while she's at home. Yeah. Uh, and for me, this was another part that I've kind of thought. I think it's been done loads of times before in different films where they're looking for Jack Reacher, they've gone to her and um, saying, where is he? She says, I don't know. Then her phone rings and she pretends it's someone else. Yeah. And you kind of think, and they kind of, they stand there believing it. Well, if he calls, make sure you let us know. It's obvious who's on the phone. And um, that I kind of thought, ah, oh, for Christ's sake, please. That's only <laughs> one bit that kind of annoyed me. It's so cheesy. But again, he says there's only two people um, being rode in at Emerson who knew about certain facts of this case. So one of them um, is betraying you. And, and I like that because she looks at both of them and they're both talking quietly. And, and uh, that part in the film, we kind of think, right, you make your choice then. It's going to be him. It's going to be him. It's going to be both of them. Yeah, I thought, it was, I thought it was both. I thought it was possible. I thought it was probably both at that point. Yeah, uh, I thought it was very, very clever because that is some way down the film before the final showdown, which we're just about to talk about. Mm. But they're still calling the, the shots to the audience of you decide which one you think it is. And it's very, very clever and it's and it keeps it going, um, which is why I think I didn't look at, or notice how long this film was because you're still guessing even when there's only a third of the film left. Yes. Which is great. But yeah, so she gets captured and she's taken to a, a quarry, a building quarry, uh, where she meets the Zek, um, who tells her what's going to happen. Um, Emerson's there as well. And um, and it's that the, the final showdown. And again, you've got a bit of a comedy relief where um, Robert Duval turns up. They ask him to bring a weapon. And he just gives Jack Reacher a knife, doesn't he? I thought that was really, really good. Yeah, I don't trust you still. <laughs> you yeah, I, I thought that was really, really funny. Um and you've got Charlie, um, who's the the chief sniper, the one who set Bar up. Um, he's got his sniper rifle. He's positioned up. And the end scene, I, I thought it was great. What did you think of it? Well, I thought the end sequence was really, really good, a couple, apart from a couple of things. I mean, you've got Jack Reacher, basically. He's in a tight spot at one point when he goes, he's only got this stupid knife. And that's when, um, luckily, Robert Duvall comes to the aid. Um, and then and then, um, and then they, they kind of... Um, set up for Jack Reacher bursting into the office and it's the wrong office, which I thought was good. And it was the office, you know, further down the quarry, let's say. What do you think of him reversing the car? I thought that was done really, really well. It's very clever. She's got the rear view camera on her car, so yeah. he's just using that. And until he's he gets, got... Um, until he gets busted, then he drives into a rock. Yeah. And it also, it's good that Robert Duval, um, again, I like the fact that he says to um, Reacher, I'm not going to shoot and kill these people. I don't even know them. This isn't even my war. Mm. So um, yeah, so he doesn't um, until he's shot at and his life's put in danger. Then he does take a couple of them out. Yeah. But I thought it was very good that he didn't jump on the bandwagon of, yeah, let's go and kill as many people as we can. And, and No, I like that. It's America and stuff like that and go and shooting people. It did make me fear for his life, though, the minute he did that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I thought that as well. I thought he could have been a goner. Um, But yeah, he takes them out and he even shoots a hole in um, uh, Courtney's gun, doesn't he? Yes. So, um, oh, it's Courtney's gun. I mean, that's his surname. It's Jai Courtney, but Charlie, the character, yeah, the sniper. And um, yeah, Jack Reacher bursts bursts into the wrong building, which was very good because they build it up to be the right one, don't they? And I like that. Yeah. And then then he basically ends up having a face-off with Jai Courtney, which... Bearing in mind how the film ends, as in how Jack Reacher wins against Zek, let's say, yeah, mm. I thought was a bit out of character almost. I don't know, because I said I haven't read the books. Um, yeah. I thought Jack Reacher would be like, no, I'm not, bang, thank you very much, I'll carry on. I, I don't think he would have done that. He would have just dropped all the weapons and said, let's go. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought you'd have more of an issue with his fight with um, Courtney. Well, that's what I'm talking about, the, the fight with the, the one-on-one, where he could have really shot him, he could have dealt with it a different way. Instead, he just has a man-on-man fight. A very commando. Um, that didn't surprise me, because he is... Um, I, that was very un-Jack Reacher-like, I felt, what he did there. Do you think so? I, I didn't think so. I, I thought that he's a very confident person who believes in his training, um, and he is a, a gentleman to a certain degree. Okay. And he knows that he could take this guy out. Um, and he seems to be able to cite in the book. He seems to size people up um, just on body language pretty well, um, and gets it right. So I thought that it kind of showed off Jack Reacher's fighting skills, and that he is a kind of not superhuman, but he is very well trained, and he takes the guy out. I thought you'd have more of an issue um, with the the size difference in. Of Courtney and Tom oh, no. Cruise. No, no, I'm fine with that. I mean, I know Jack Reacher's meant to be taller. We, we've known that since Tom Cruise got cast. Um, you know, and I don't think that's a. I think that'd be the, definitely the wrong reason to say to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought you might have that, but yeah. Then he, he so he, he kills him, um, and then he goes in and he says, "Well, you're going to rot inside a prison." And he thinks seriously, American prisons are holiday camps to what I'm used to, and he says, "At my age." Um, I won't go to prison. So he puts a bullet in the Zek's head and yes, kills him. I thought that Did you have funny. an issue with that at all? No, no. No, because no. he's kind of like, he doesn't, a, a police officer might not have done that, but I think uh, all of the, being in the military police and be, being in all these different places in the world, he's probably seen what evil is and, and, and things like that. And he's basically, like, just like Judge Dredd would have done, potentially, he's made a decision, yeah, yeah, you're right, bang. And I thought that was... I don't know. Yeah. I said, I, I, once again, I haven't read the books, but I thought that was something Jack Reach probably would have done. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have any issues with that. I, yeah, because he's pointed out in the film several times, I don't have to work within the realms of the law. and have to worry about your laws um, to what you do. And yeah, I, I thought it was very fitting because if that character would have lived, what, what would have happened to the Zek? You'd have been left with the film of, well, a guy kind of got away with it in the end because you know he's not gone to prison. and Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and and it just ended, and obviously Jack Reacher's gone on his way, and he didn't stay around for Helen for that love interest, and you realise that um, Robin's a a good guy, and that he wasn't in on it, and, and I just thought it was it t- tied up and finished very nicely for me anyway. It was very very good. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. No, I thought I thought it was really good too. I, I, I the, the I'm. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, th- I, th- I think you've pretty much hit the nail on most of the... On, I think we agree with pretty much most of the films, too, apart from those, you know, the two or three different things. Yeah. So what would you give it out of five, then? I'd give it a four. I really, really enjoyed it. There's a couple of things I wasn't... I was a bit like, eh, that kind of took me out of the film a tiny bit. But yeah, I'd yeah. definitely give it a solid four. And it's one of those films where I, c- I could watch one, you know, a couple of times a year and I would not get bored. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'd give it exactly the same. And... um yeah, I thought it was very good. I didn't really have any problems with any parts. I mean, the film's pacing was was great. I honestly thought the film was just over an hour and a half. I didn't realise it was that long. Um, and again, even when I watched it three times, yeah, it was I mean, still that, 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 very good. Yeah, three times as well within the space of, I'd imagine, a couple of weeks. And, it show, and, and I think that shows you actually how strong the film actually is. It shows how sad I am. <laughs> no, <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> shows how dedicated to casting the pod for films that I am rather than being a sad man with too much time on my hands oh there we go but, um, yeah I thought it was very good and um, we've got no flarrow to talk about at the moment because uh, sadly there is no arrow and there is no flash um, well, well I don't know there might, well, well, no, and no arrow might not necessarily be a sad thing no no um, they're making the legends of tomorrow season 2 so um, oh dear. it doesn't make me want to watch season 1 carry that on so uh I, that distressed me enough. So, but Flower is something that we will carry on doing. Hopefully, who knows? The next season of Arrow could be a very good one. Yeah, well, we thought that twice now, and it and it and the first half was good, and the second half wasn't. That seems to be we, the pattern at the moment with Arrow. But we have created this monster of Flaro podcast, yes. which does do very well on, on the download front. So, um, yeah. So hopefully, we'll have something to talk about which will be positive. I'm confident about that. Um, and also, they're making The Punisher as well on Netflix. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that after watching Daredevil. That should be good. Uh, yeah, I think that'd be very good. We'll have to um, put that in on a podcast as well somewhere. So um, definitely, that'll be good. So uh, that's it. So that was our uh, Jack Reach review. Um, and I thought about the next film, whether you wanted to do it or not. Yeah. Um, you mentioned it. How about doing Dread? Yeah. Okay. I've I've seen that a couple of times. Yeah. Let's do that. I really, I really, I to be honest, I really enjoyed. And we are talking about dread and not Sylvester Sloane's Judge Dread, are we? No, I can, I can rate that film now. <laughs> I'm the law, but there we go. Oh, that's uh, awful. Good, yeah, dread, dread, dread it is, and dread it is. Okay. Excellent stuff. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, if you did, there's loads of other podcasts that we've done. Um, love, animation, comedy, action. We've done them all, so um, yeah, go through iTunes or go on our uh, our website, which is not very up to date, I'm afraid. But you can no. find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Uh, if you follow us, you'll get the podcast sent to you straight away. There you go. Guys. So I hope you enjoyed, and um, next week it's going to be dread. Jack Reacher is a ghost served in the military police. A brilliant investigator. Troublemaker, too. Then, two years ago, he disappears. You don't find this guy unless he wants to be found. Excuse me, sir. There's a Jack Reacher here to see you. Can I help you? James Barr. You say he shot five people. I don't believe he did. What exactly are you saying? He was framed. So what does an army cop do mostly? What you do? It's one minor difference. 
Every suspect was a trained killer. What do we hope to find? The truth. The soldier is asking questions no one else would ask. Get the lawyer. Helen? No. Helen, are you hurt? Do I have to tell you how this works? Do you think I'm a hero? I am not a hero. Lawyer's all yours. On second thought, I'd like to kill you. They want me to run. Then I'm gonna finish this. You're a little rusty, Mr. Reacher. I have nothing to lose. And if you're smart, that scares you. care about the law. He doesn't care about proof. He only cares about what's right. Out of the car!